If you call the Okanagan your home, you almost certainly know a business person. Entrepreneurship is in our blood, as is the incredible sense of community. So this podcast series is really about all of us, all of us who love local. It tries to tell the stories of the dreamers, the risk takers, the people who built this place and who put in new foundations to strengthen it every day. Today we hear from Brad Shaw, who gave up a job in the oil and gas sector to take up a restaurant in Kelowna. Let's hear from him what it's like being a restauranteur in the time of COVID. So it's my absolute pleasure to uh, introduce all of you to Brad Shaw. Uh, I'm calling you Brad, I know it's Bradley Shaw, um, the owner of uh, MTL, Montreal Real Food. Uh, and I'll let you tell us a little bit about yourself and the business. Yeah, thanks very much, Satu. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to do this. Um, I'm, I was a bit uh, surprised, uh, but uh, a, a great opportunity to be able to kind of get our message out and, and be able to allow, allow us to share in, uh, in what we do and, uh, and how we do it and mm-hmm. uh, some of the things that are coming up, so that's great. Um, just quickly, my background, uh, I, I come out, oddly enough, I come from the inter, uh, international offshore oil and gas world. Um, coming into this, uh, it was a, uh, a, a, a time in my life where I have been working in, in the corporate business world for 20, over 20 years and uh, came a time when uh, if, if it wasn't now, uh, it was going to be never. So it was uh, always wanted to, ha- had this dream to manage my own business. It wasn't so much that uh, I wanted to uh, get into the restaurant business, but it was an opportunity where I wanted to uh, use the skills I learned over the years to uh, be able to, like I said, manage my own business and uh, and uh, create something that uh, was successful and where I added value, uh, hopefully, in people's lives. And uh, it's been it's been fantastic so far. Brilliant, and that's uh, so you've you've been doing this for close to a year now. That, that's correct. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to actually return the crystal ball that I bought um, because the uh, you know as uh, oddly we we uh, we came right into this business uh, right at the time of COVID hit uh, hit hard in Canada and uh, so we uh, we've really uh, never been able to actually operate the business without COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, you know I always uh, keep the bright side of life going here where we know that one day we're going to come out of this and. And uh, you know we'll we'll be able to actually run a business uh, you know uh, the way it should be run, uh, without the the necessary restrictions that that are that are, that are upon us. But nonetheless, they're, they're they're handcuffing us for sure. Yeah, I bet they are. And it's uh, it's interesting you talk about the bright side of life. I mean, crystal ball aside, <laughs> yes, I definitely return it. But you know, how, you talked about your past business experience and wanting to run a successful um, you know business. Um, how come you came upon MTL and Tell us a bit about the restaurant itself. And yeah, you know, it, it, it really was looking at uh, what business opportunities were out there and what made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you certainly when you think about the amount of capital you need for certain businesses and, and things like that, keeping that in mind, um, trying to get into something that, uh, you know, was uh, low risk. Uh, but a high reward mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know you could argue that restaurants you know have a high risk factor to get into but uh, the 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 um, the output of what the restaurant was um, and what it had achieved up to the up to the date that uh, that it transferred ownership was it had a great model and a great clientele 
uh, a great um, uh, uh, product uh, that I saw a lot of potential in. And, uh, and so again, it wasn't so much uh, that it was an actual restaurant, it was a business that I could see a lot of potential in. Leveraging off of what was already happening within the business, mm-hmm. not having to adjust or, or change dramatically, uh, not having to inject uh, a ton of capital into it, um, it, was, uh, it, it made sense. And obviously the Okanagan is um, a place where uh, wanted to, uh, to uh, put in stakes, some stakes in the ground, uh, you know, a great uh, place to, uh, you know, to, uh, to retire. And, uh, well, nobody can deny that, and, absolutely, yeah. You know, and uh, from a cost of living perspective, coming from the coast, it was, uh, you know, an attractive uh, option. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we often talk about the build versus buy uh, kind of way of doing business. You've kind of seemed to have adopted a little bit of a hybrid in, in, in the sense that you've, you've got something which you like the product, but obviously you're going to take it somewhere else as well. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, where, where we see the business going, um, you know, over the the next uh, the number of years is is uh, you, you know looking at expanding, but the, the expansion has to make sense. And um, like I like I said earlier, it's we're in the midst of a, a pandemic that uh, we've never had an opportunity at this point to to run the business outside of that pandemic. So it's uh, but uh, certainly that's where we want to take it. And 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 I've always said that the business has to be self sustaining, mm-hmm. um, and it has to. Um, drive the next the next phase of, of business yeah um, I don't think it makes sense to inject uh, certain capital into things that may or may not work um, I think you have to prove the model first I think we're doing that um, and uh, and then look towards um, opportunities to, down the road and, and, and what makes sense I think that's that's uh, that's something a lot of uh, business owners could certainly relate to and it's uh, it's fascinating because you talked about your you know it couldn't have been more different industries to be perfectly honest from <laughs> coming from where you did absolutely but I guess the skills are transferable the the things that you look at the analysis that you do yeah absolutely I mean I, you know f- uh, there's kind of three pillars that I kind of see and that's one is being who your clients are who your customers are mm-hmm. I mean f- first and foremost you know are you providing something that they want right and right. and are you and are you providing that well yeah um, and then and then the second the, the second pillar would be your own responsibility to your own financial management mm-hmm. piece of that and and how well are you actually running the business right and then the third piece that I see is your the community the the attachment to the community uh, being a good steward yeah. of 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 uh, of the uh, the community around you from a from an environmental perspective and just uh, from a uh, being your involvement your community involvement so there's those those three th- three pillars and I think without one of those it your you know your your business will will uh, falter yeah and so I think keeping a real eye on on those uh, for me anyway and that's that's kind of how I see that the or or what I promote the values within the business is you know customers first. Um, obviously, you know, employees and manage. When I say managing the business, I mean that also means yeah. um, uh, uh, managing your employees and ensuring that they're they are a key component of the business and, and treated uh, the way they ex- you know way, the way they should be treated, and and then the the, um, the community a, stewardship. That really is. Um, it's a great way of looking at it, and you know, moving to the Okanagan from the coast, that would have been a new community for you, but. Uh, Going in with the mindset that it was very much part of the business um, obviously helps. But tell me some of the you know 
challenges in that in the in the first year of uh, doing you know moving and starting a new yeah. business. Yeah, so it was it was it, it's funny. It's it's a great question because we we embarked on a, a number of. Uh, a, things that we want to do in our life uh, to to get here Um, that you know a lot of that was uh, employment changes and uh, uh, moving house uh, renting homes uh, um, you know um, you know uh, not necessarily wanting to uh, um, transition some of the things that we had on the coast family um, so that was hard as well uh, leaving some family um, and uh, so yeah, but it, it made sense from a uh, from a change um, from a change perspective, not only from life change, but also uh, then having to start up a new business at the same time, and then entering a, uh, certainly having the the uh, like I said uh, the COVID uh, aspect of it Stone. has certainly certainly provided um, you know and and you know I always look at the glass half full uh, when it comes to this. I mean, we've had the opportunity to stay open. And a lot of business haven't, uh, at least early on, yeah. uh, in the early days. Yeah. And uh, so, even though it it's been hard, difficult, challenging, um, you know, we, we you got to just you 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 keep going, and uh, and you have to just manage things, and uh, and and that. And uh, like I said, it's uh, at least like I said, we've been able to manage or been able to stay open, um, and uh, and and get through it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, may you live in interesting times is supposed to be a blessing. I'm not often sure it is, but if your glass is half full, it always is. Maybe uh, if you could walk us through some of the things you've had to do for the pandemic, yeah. you know, to, to operate. And obviously, there have been the relief bits, but I think everyone listening in knows yeah. how hard it has been. Yeah, I, no, that's right, exactly. And, and, and it's not, um, this is, you know, the things, some of the things that we've had to do, you know, are not specific to our industry and, and, and that but it's it's been you know uh, I think being trying to be a bit creative in, mm-hmm. in how we do things um, obviously there's you know the one side of it is the compliance side just you know with the health order directives that comes come through from the, uh, the interior health authority uh, complying with those but but then okay once we understand that and we understand what our new capabilities are going to be um, uh, one thing is to you know keep an eye on cost uh, what, you know that was obviously one driver but being creative in um, uh, the things that we can do within the business that will help drive some revenue, some sales, things like that. Um, I know we've we've had everything from cooking cooking classes mm-hmm. to uh, to uh, takeout orders, uh, homemade uh, meals, um, you know, and, uh, and and trying to uh, at least early on uh, during the pandemic, uh, and then um, as things started to open up a little bit. Um, trying to get back into a rhythm or a, a cadence of the three things that we want to do to diversify uh, as a restaurant, and and we felt we couldn't rely on the day to day sales activity. Right. Um, and we have such a, a tremendous uh, chef in our restaurant, uh, Matthew Morzane, who um, is is so skilled at uh, not only uh, creating the menu that we do on a daily basis, but also has the capabilities of a, of a of an executive chef. So we want to leverage his capabilities as well right. to be able to take on, there's three elements of what what we've done and that's the chef's table where we uh, partner with local wineries mm-hmm. uh, where we can they can come in, uh, showcase their wines and have a, uh, offer our guests a, a three or four course dinner 
uh, with that um, with those wine pairings. Um, another aspect is the Umtel live events where we have the live music events and, yes. and uh, um, again um, with the pandemic upon us we've had to adjust a little bit uh, when it comes to that uh, but trying to get back into that that rhythm and then the catering the catering aspect of, of the business and which is uh, another lucrative end of, of the business if we can get through the uh, the the, the um, uh, again I'd say constraints from the health authorities but they are good constraints there's they need to be done but uh, we just have to be patient and uh, um, ensure that uh, you know we do things right and um, get through it uh, uh, so that we can uh, um, get back in like I said back yeah. get back into that regular cadence absolutely can you tell us a few of the you know maybe some of the listeners would be interested in some of the upcoming events because I know you have chef stable and yeah so again um, you know we're, we're navigating our way through uh, yeah. through the uh, so what could be true right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. exactly so uh, you know what, what you know we're trying to like I said we're navigating through the the health authority uh, directives that are coming out um, we are getting into a regular uh, two-week cadence where we have the chef chef's table events right uh, coming up, we have one on December the fourth with Saxon uh, wineries mm-hmm. out of uh, out of uh, uh, Soyuz, and uh, they are they are coming up. They're going to be showcasing their wines, um, and uh, and then we do have a uh, MTL live event planned uh, coming up on the eleventh of December right. as well. So uh, we uh, you know we uh, we look forward to that. Um, whether or not uh, you know the uh, we're going to have uh, some good news uh, maybe coming up from from Interior Health uh, that can help us with that, uh, but if not, then we'll we'll uh, we'll comply with what, whatever we need to. I think the I think the key thing here I think for uh, hopefully the, the, the listeners uh, can uh, relate to is I think diversification is is key in these times, yeah. um, and that's something I think has helped us get through this um, yeah, uh, relatively. Um, uh, painless in, in a sense is that just thinking of alternative ways to to uh, to get to your customers um, you know uh, support them um, and, uh, and and still continue to drive the business um, even under certain you know these these these, these certainly challenging times for yeah. sure I mean of all the uh, you know of all the people who are uh, who are who have been on the show um I would say my heart goes out to you, but it's, you know, I, I feel it's incredibly impressive listening to a restaurant talk about, you know, how to how to cope and how to grow a business and how to still look forward. Um, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it can't be easy to do, so yeah. it's, uh, you know, kudos to you for that. Yeah, well, thanks, Satya. I mean, it's, it's, it's again, it's one of those things where... Um, you know, I think it can be done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's just, uh, it, just like I said, navigating your way through and thinking, other, uh, thinking about other ways of doing things. Um, you know, I think it's, uh, I think we can adapt pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty easily. Um, you know, if, if if you know you can get a little creative and and uh, and think about, uh, like I said, how you how you can do things a little bit differently. Yeah, hundred percent. And and in the meantime, there's still the community, there's still the lifestyle of uh, the Okanagan. How's that? Uh, How's that been treating you? Oh, that's been it's been fantastic. Um, I I would like to get out of the restaurant uh, one of these days <laughs> to to actually uh, to actually uh, explore a little bit. But uh, no, we've we've thoroughly enjoyed uh, our time here so far. Uh, the summer was fantastic. Uh, our first official summer here. Um, looking forward to more. 
um, in the in the coming years ahead. And uh, it's been uh, you know again it, the people uh, the people of Kelowna have been exceptional. Um, uh, our support in, in you know with our customers and things like that, and uh, just just and, and a willingness uh, within the community and other businesses within the community to reach out, help um, from social media aspects. Uh, you know, uh, giving us plugs. Uh, whenever possible, um, things like that. It's it's been actually quite remarkable. I'm, I'm I'm I've been very impressed, and and likewise, you know, we we try to do the same as well. So it's a real uh, com- camaraderie between between yeah. businesses, which. Um, uh, you know, Kelowna is not a small town, but but it is a small town. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, it's it's nice to see, and and it's it actually very uh, it's 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 actually very rewarding to be a part of that. Yeah, I bet it is, and and I'm sure it will outlast the pandemic. You know, because we will get through this. To your point, you know, yeah, uh, we will get through this, uh, and I'm sure this this will uh, hold uh, the community in great, uh, yeah. you know, in good stead. No, uh, for sure. For next year, so, I know this is early days yet. Where do you see your business and yourself sort of five, ten years from now, uh, and and you know, and Kelowna, which yes. is on a massive growth path <laughs> as well. No, it's uh, you know, well, hopefully we're out of the pandemic in in in, in that time frame. But yeah. uh, all joking aside, uh, you know, it's 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 really um, uh, it's it's continued growth um, to to be able to uh, say um, in five years' time um, it, it that that window is pretty. It's a pretty long window to, to kind of predict where, where things are going to be, but yeah. certainly our vision is to continue to do what we do well, um, not, not bite off too much. Mm-hmm. Um, ex- we, we would love to expand. Uh, we'd love to think of different models uh, where we can take the business. And, but, but do, it, do it right and you know, do it uh, um, in a way that makes sense. Um, and and, and uh, if we can deliver the same product um, and, and get a more visible name in the community, um, supporting the community um, a little bit more as well. That's that's where I'd like to take it. So I'd say, um, you know, ex- certainly expansion, looking at ways that we can get our product out and more visible to the community, and then supporting the community more. I'd, I'd like to have the business more involved in sponsor, local sponsorship, mm-hmm. community sports, yeah. um, and uh, where, where we can help um, in, in that regard. Um, just be a, being a larger member of the community from a business aspect is where I want to take it. Um, but uh, yeah, we got we got some work to do. That that's uh, that's a fabulous goal, though. So I, I sincerely wish you all the best. It's uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you, um, you know, talk to all of us. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. I, I, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to share share my story, and uh, and uh, I hope that uh, some of the listeners can uh, relate to some of the challenges, and hopefully. Um, some of the things that I may have uh, touched on, uh, you know, can resonate with them and, and hopefully that it, it can help as well. I'm sure it will. Thank you so much, Brad. Thank appreciate you, Satu. Appreciate it. Thank you. Being a business owner, and in particular a restaurateur, can make you feel like you're no longer the master of your own destiny. That's why it's nice to speak to someone like Brad and here his unwavering optimism allied with his unflinchable pragmatism. We wish Brad and MTL every success during 2021 and beyond.